Green and Evergreen. Oyan, tell me about that song. Oyan from Darling Side is here on the radio with me. Thanks for stopping by. Oh, hello, of course. Chris, thank you so much for having me. Uh, hello, good people of WXT. I am very thrilled to be here and about that song. So it is off of our album, Fish Pond Fish, which we released in the depths of 2020, which is sort of both hard to remember and also seared into my memory simultaneously. But we recorded that song partially at Tarkin Studios in Bridgeport, Connecticut. And then the pandemic sort of crashed down as we were getting ready to leave for that last stint. So needless to say, did not ever make it to that last hang in Bridgeport and ended up finishing the album piecemeal in our homes, which was great for a quick education on how to record remotely. And I think pretty miserable and much less pleasant than recording together in a studio. The gentlemen I'm fortunate enough to be with in my band are great engineers, have excellent ears. I tend to stray away from that world of things and instead try to keep them happy. So I spend most of my time in the kitchen cooking and like providing meals. And that's that's my happy place when we're recording. And occasionally we'll, of course, go in and sing things and play things, as I'm told. Um, but that studio specifically had a lovely kitchen. So it was really going from a domestic bliss point to this remote cyber world of sadness and uh the album for me still all of the tracks on that album still carry both of those things with them when i hear them that must have been really hard to do put out an album right there at the sort of height of the pandemic usually you put out an album it's probably like a pretty joyous occasion and it really was hard to be joyous at that moment wasn't it yeah you know it was a conscious decision to put it out when we did in that we had initially planned to put it out i think late winter early spring of 2021 in the hopes of touring in the spring. But once it became clear to us and everyone that no one was going to be doing a whole lot of touring at any point soon, we were like, you know what? We finished the thing, we might as well just put it out. And so we decided to put it out in the fall instead, knowing that we weren't going to celebrate it with our audiences the same way that we had gotten to celebrate a lot of our other um, albums. And we weren't gonna to get to tour it the same way, but we were at least going to be able to put something into the world that we were excited about. But when I think about that album, I think about it not in comparison to other albums or other things that we've gotten to do. I think about it as like a piece of art that we made and released in the midst of the pandemic. And that is the primary and I think almost totally eclipsing context for that. And, and Oyan, I have to think that you must have heard from fans who were like, oh, wow, in all of this hard time that we're having, you guys have literally just made my day. Yeah, I try to stay very close to the early days of the band when it was just us and our family members listening. And that was pretty much it as far as who was paying attention to Darling Side in the early days. So the fact that there are more people out there listening, I'm very grateful for. And the fact that we can have you know even a small impact on people's day-to-day -day existence by making some music is a thing that I'm really grateful for. Talking with Oyan from Darling Side, we're missing the other guys, Dave and Don and Harris. And how's everybody doing? Everybody doing okay? Yeah, we are all doing well. Very grateful to still be a band now and to still all have our health. And I'm currently speaking to you from Atlanta. I'm uh, on the road for a bit and I'm joining up with the guys and very excited to come back to the egg, of course, in Albany. But yeah, we're all doing well. And, you know, the post-pandemic, mid-pandemic, whatever you call what period we are in now, um, it's a changed world for all of us. But uh, very grateful that we all have continued to make the band a commitment and a thing that we are going to keep doing. That's awesome. And Oyan mentioned they're coming to the egg, which is awesome. It's going to be March 9th. And this will be really the first time folks in the area will be able to hear you guys play some of these songs from Fish Pond Fish live, right? And they're going to hear, I think, a few songs from 
a new album that we're going to be releasing. I'm not sure whether I'm allowed to talk about specific dates, but it's <laughs> happening at some point in the summer. We're going to be releasing a brand new album and we have some of those tracks we've worked up. One benefit of, of having all this time at home has been that we've learned how to play things before we release them, which is not our typical order of operation. So uh, we'll be playing some new stuff. We'll also have some friends on the road with us. And yeah, it's going to be a great night. We're very excited to get back to the egg. You know, whether we're actually allowed to talk about the new thing, just to know that something new is coming, that's great. You've been working on these new things. So let's let's talk a little bit about the process of working on things. How does Darling Side work? Um, slowly, I think is the one word answered. And, you know, I think something that we have found is that changing up the process often is a cheap and easy way for us to stay on our toes and stay excited and stay engaged. So for Fish Pond Fish, for instance, we did a lot of group writing exercises in the same vein that we had written previous albums. And, and for previous albums, what we had done was take those group writing exercises and then finish them off together. But for this most recent effort, what we did instead was we did a lot of these group writing exercises, and then each of us took songs and finished them off on our own and then presented it back to the group. And that is really a playful period. So Chris, if you and I were doing it, well, let's say you and me, and do you happen to have a pet at home, Chris? I do, Daisy. Daisy. Okay, so if you, Daisy, and I are doing a writing exercise, what would happen is I would send you, you would send Daisy, Daisy would send me a name of some book or movie or whatever. I, ideally obscure something that the other person does not know. And then each of us would do a free write where we would each write for like 20 minutes, just like whatever comes into our head. Daisy's going to write about what she ate that morning. And then, uh, you know, the thing that she sniffed and that you're going to write about, like, it might start with the book title, but then it goes off into, you know, what you found in a drawer and the, the spur to memory, et cetera. I'm going to do the same thing. And mine's going to be extremely lowbrow because that's how I operate. Uh, and then we'll take that and send it along again. And then you take this bit of weird prose that your, your friend or animal has sent you and you, uh, your assignment is to turn it into a verse of some sort, like a bad poem that gets sent around again. And then your responsibility is to turn it into a song, a snippet, a melody, set it to something. And then we put all of this into a Google Drive. So we have this like big communal area of bad poetry, weird prose, and pretty lackluster song ideas. Occasionally, though, you'll come across something that kind of works. And what's the joy of it? It's like taking all these different things from this communal workspace and smashing them together the way we write and the way we do our crediting is everyone is a songwriter on everything we do. And that incentivizes sort of using all the minds that are available. That's pretty awesome. Talking with Oyan from Darling Side, I want to remind you that Darling Side is coming to the egg March 9th. And Oyan has leaked to us that there's potentially going to be some new songs when you go see them and that there might be a new record in the future. In the future, in the future, yeah. the right time. Yeah, it's definitely going to come out in the future. That's that's for sure. Um, so, and it, it does seem pretty complicated what you described to us. So, I, I guess the question is: Does that happen every day, or do you guys like have days off? Yeah, what we tend to do is work seasonally, and I don't mean that in terms of gardening, but in terms of touring season. And then we will have a writing season, and then we'll have a recording season, and all of these things are pretty pretty intense. Like there's some bands that, that I think can write and record on the road. We are not one of them historically. And then when we're in the studio recording, it's very hard for us to be like writing new material for something in the future. We're pretty focused on what's happening in studio. I'm in the kitchen, of course, cooking while the other guys are very focused on what's happening in studio. One of the joys of being in a, in a band is you get to do a lot of different things. You get to tour, you get to write, you get to record. And even within writing and recording, there are so many different small things that you can sort of focus your energies on. And I'm, again, feel very fortunate to be in a group where we all have complementary interests as far as that stuff goes. So 
I feel fortunate to be in a career where I feel engaged because of how often I'm able to switch up. It sounds kind of fun. Now, before I let you go, Oyan, we want to remind folks, March 9th at The Egg, Darlingside, darlingside.com for the website. And if you don't have a copy of Fish Pond Fish yet, find a way to get it because you're going to want to sing every song with these guys when they come. And the other thing I want to ask you before we go, what do you cook when you go into that kitchen? All sorts of things. I mean, I'm often beholden, of course, as, as I think all modern cooks are to the dietary res- restrictions of those for whom you're cooking. My mother tongue, as far as cooking goes, is Indian. My mom is Punjabi and she learned a lot of Bengali dishes from her mother-in-law. So that's my sort of home palate. But I try to cook things based on things that um, don't need to be eaten necessarily immediately because you know that people are going to sort of dribble in and dribble out as studios work. So a lot of soups and stews and not a lot of perfectly plated souffles, you know, things that will lose the air and totally deflate. New American is probably a good way to sum it up. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I thank you so much for taking time. And, you know, I'm going to have to come to the studio one of these days. I want to sample some of that stuff. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. That would be such a pleasure. Awesome. Oh, yeah, and thank you so much, man. Take care. Thanks a lot, Chris.